exceeding expectations in 2023. Gary Gilmore of the Colts of Carolina Chanticleers hops on Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thrilled and honored to have our guest on today. He's the head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. We recap their 2016 run through Baton Rouge in the Super Regional and talk about what it was like to be in Omaha as probably the fan favorite, the, uh, the underdog, uh, taking down all those Power 5 schools. What it's been like to come to the Sunbelt. We talk about his cancer diagnosis and how he's dealing with that the 2023 expectations, and we talk about last weekend's uh, series win uh, in uh, Lafayette. They took two out of three from the Raging Cadence. So with no further ado, it is the head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, Gary Gilmore. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Really thrilled and honored to have our next uh, guest. He is the coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, baseball team. He is Gary Gilmore. He is his 27th season uh, as the head coach of Coastal Carolina, winning a national championship in 2016. That still has to go down, coach, as one of the more improbable runs in postseason history. Is there a day that goes by that somebody doesn't remind you of that? <laughs> no, I, and, and I hope it never does. Uh, that was an incredible uh, group of young men and uh, staff guys around me uh, just, you know, uh, I know that, uh, at least for me, I know the Lord had a hand in that and in some manner to put put me and all those kids in the same place at the same time. So it's one thing to win a regional. It's another thing to come into uh, Alec Box Stadium in Baton Rouge uh, and take down the LSU Tigers. When did you guys think maybe we can actually get this done? Because I'm, I'm not too sure there were a whole lot of people there, at least, you know, in the uh, purple and gold that thought that was going to happen. Until maybe oh, later on, and until the series got going. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that uh, they they didn't think it. I, I'll I, you know I'll be honest. It was you know I don't know that we were trying that we put you know anything ahead of uh, we preached so much one pitch at a time that you know honestly don't know that we got all that caught up in it. You know uh, you know the very first day. I mean we we swung about really well in game one there and uh, distanced ourselves away from them and, and kind of hung on at the end. And, uh, you know, then, uh, you know, game two was a, a pitching battle pretty much the whole game. And, uh, you know, we uh, – it was, you know, if anybody that watched it, I mean, it was uh, probably the most emotional game I've ever been a part of in, in my life, even more so than the last game of the National Championship Series. And, yeah, it was incredible, the highs and lows in, in that game. Just, you know, we had chances to expand, and we just couldn't get away from them. And then we gave the lead away and, uh, you know, or gave the, the lead away, and they tied it up, and we got out of the bases loaded. One out, three and one count, we got out of it without giving up a run. And, uh, you know, it just the rest is the, found a way to, you know, create history from there. It's awesome when I when I talk to people and they say they don't remember those things, but you seem to remember every single detail. <laughs> every oh, single I can, detail. I, 
I can tell you what, man, I've lived every pitch many, many times. All right. Talking to Gary Gilmore, locked on Sunbelt, your team uh, every day. And so I got to believe the experience in Omaha, besides the winning, I'm sure the fans in Omaha that, you know, are just there, not not anyone connected to the schools and maybe even connected to some schools, you're going to have to be the fan favorite because you're out of, at the time, right out of the Big South. You're not a Power 5 school. No one knows what a Chanticleer is or how to say it. You got these cool colors. What was the experience like back in Omaha when uh, Coastal Carolina arrived? Uh, you know, we were we were kind of like uh, a novelty item uh, at the gift store, uh, you know, for right. the first two or three days because uh, it was kind of like I don't think anyone expected us to be there more than two days. And so, you know, it, it was it was kind of funny. You know, my, my wife, <clears throat> she she uh, asked me the first or second day we were there. She goes, uh you want me to buy uh, a bunch of shirts or whatever? I said, ah, you know, don't don't worry about it. We'll get something, you know, <clears throat> you know, depending on how things go or whatever. She goes, no, you don't understand. Because I never went in those things. She goes, if I don't get it today, it won't be, there won't be anything. Because every single thing that's Coastal Carolina has been purchased. And I started wow. laughing. I said, holy cow, I said, that's crazy. She came back the next day and she said, she said, there's nothing there. She goes, they've already reordered. They ended up reordering twice <clears throat> as we hung on and hung on and hung on there and just stayed in that tournament. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's, you know, you look, Dave, you look at our country, man. We, our country loves the underdog, you know, sure. I mean, whether, whether it's college sports or professional sports and, you know, heck, man, we, we were by far the biggest underdog. I, I, <clears throat> I think I, if I remember the, the little thing the ESPN put on there, we we had a 3.7 chance percent chance of uh, winning the national championship when we got there. So I mean, it was, you know, it was like, okay, this is the the, the odds are so against this or whatever, you know. And the, you know, the lady, it was really funny. The after we won it, we're there and we're leaving the hotel. The manager of the hotel, she came over and gave me a big hug. She goes. You know, she goes, I want you to know, she goes, our our hotel has never hosted anyone that's even made it to the championship series. She goes, you know, she goes, we're kind of the, the last of the selected <laughs> hotels. She goes, right. she, she wanted to make sure that she gave me a big hug. And she said, this has been the most incredible experience of her professional life dealing with us during that time. So it was all, it was all a cool, cool kind of surreal experience. Well, how, how does that work? I, I mean, you're going to remember this better than I did. Did you guys lose it at all? Were you ever facing elimination? Do you guys have to check out and check back in? How does that work at a hotel like in a tournament oh, like that? State? Oh, that was that was that was a night. That was an absolute nightmare. You know that it's you know that that rain came that night. Dave, heck, we we got we got the bases loaded, one out, and I mean, you know, you, you couldn't play, but it, it was like. <laughs> They, they, they just kind of left us in our dugout at NC State, which, you know, I mean, get it. I mean, they, they've changed some rules. Back in the day, you were supposed to have no advantage because you were the home team, be able to use your locker room and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, so they go back in their locker room, clubhouse, they're playing cards, watching TV. We're in our, we're in our dugout. And I guess the drain in the dugout had not been cleaned and, and, and plunged mm. out and a long time. I, I am knee deep. I promise you, we've got pictures of it. 
I am knee deep standing in water in our dugout. We have, it is lightning so bad. We can't even make a run to the bus. And, you know, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Some of the worst side of me came out during that month, during that time, to be honest. I was, I was seriously bent out of shape over that whole deal. But, you know, we go back to the hotel and we had checked out and there are no rooms. So oh. it, uh, no rooms at the hotel. We had to change hotels and we had, uh, we had guys sleep on the floor. They, they had a lot of rooms where people, they had not been able to clean them. They had to call a cleaning lady and, and, and clean people and bring them in at like one o'clock in the morning. We got maybe four or five hours of sleep that night. Oh man. I can only imagine what's coming out of a drain out of a, <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, it was not in this case a good. minor league baseball or a, a you know baseball stadium drainage full of maybe tobacco and old oh, sunflower. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I, yeah, we we should have all had a hazmat suit on with what was floating <laughs> yeah. in that water. Yeah. yeah, the kid, the kids, they just they got all the they took all the paper cups and the tissues and everything they could find. They made they made boats. We had boat races. I mean, you know, I mean that's how long we were in the dugout. We're talking to Gary. Yeah, we're talking to Gary Gilmore, head coach of Coastal Carolina, Chanticleer's baseball team. All right, so you already knew you were coming to the Sun Belt. How else did winning the national championship change the program uh, from in re- and in reality and in the perception of the program? I mean, you know, I, people inside college baseball, you know, us getting to Omaha, I don't think was. Uh, you know, it wasn't uh, like a major shock. Uh, you know, obviously it's, you know, a small conference and this and that. But, I mean, you know, we, you know, we had, you know, 2010, we had a number four national seed. You know, I mean, mm. we, it wasn't like this program had not had great success on a national level. We had just not been able to get past that super regional piece, which is not easy to get. No, it's not. Uh, get past and uh, – you know, when, when we actually were the four seed, we didn't have a stadium to play in. So we basically had to play in the minor league park, which, you know, the dimensions and the, the way it was constructed was completely different than our park. And, you know, it just didn't play to our advantage. And, you know, heck, I mean, South Carolina played just a teeny bit better than we did. And, you know, they ended up winning a national championship. But, um, you know, I, I mean, I think the, the perception across the, the country was – you know, I think that that part, one million percent change, not only for our baseball program, but for our university, you know, it really gave us an identity, you know, and uh, uh, our brand of the Shauna Clear and this and that. I mean, you know, which it had, you know, had, had, was very localized at best here, you know, until that point in time that 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 really significantly changed the perception of being the you know the the little engine that could all of a sudden was you know perceived in a really different way we're talking to gary gilmore head coach of coastal carolina chanticleers locked on sunbelt i'm gonna ask you i know all right off to a great start let's take a time out we'll come back we will talk about his cancer diagnosis and how he's dealing with that and we'll talk with him about the 2023 expectations because they have apparently exceeded them what was expected but first, let me tell you about Bill. By the way, I told you, I, I'm not all talk. All right, I got him. I am loaded up for the <laughs> for the Bill Bars. All right, for the Sun Belt Conference Tournament softball that starts next week. I need it because I 
downed a whole thing of Rice Krispie treats yesterday. So <laughs> that's not going to help the Schultz weight loss project. Uh, that is for sure. Uh, but I, these things taste really good. They're healthy and they're going to help me uh, next week. And we'll see if I go through all of them. There's, uh, you know, it's like a baker's dozen. Uh, you get 12 puffs plus the one double chocolate bar. You get the churros uh, and the brownie uh, batter. Are you looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and calories? Then you need the best tasting protein bar ever. It's built. If you're like me and you want to make a healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste, I've got just the thing for you. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. They taste so amazing, you won't know they're good for you. You got to try them. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. I'm sorry, real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built Bars and Built .com, at Built.com. But now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Where I can still get your specialty flavors still at Built.com. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate bar, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, and that's what I use, run in and grab your 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter puff, and churro puff. You can thank me later. Still waiting for the peanut butter flavors. Again, that would be real dark chocolate and peanut butter. That sounds like a Bilt Bar. Uh, but again, we'll see how many are left. I may have to restock up. Again, may stock up uh, following the tournament. Um, hopefully we will. Okay. Just too much, too too much food lately. Well, I'm still working out, but the the eating healthy part has been an issue. All right, back to a lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Let's talk more with head coach Gary Gilmore about his cancer diagnosis and the expectations he had for his team in 2023. I know you're feeling good. We saw you in uh, in Lafayette uh, last weekend. You were diagnosed with cancer. You've taken that head on. You still look pretty good. How, how are the treat are the treatments going? Ah, uh, they're going good. I just I actually left Lafayette and uh, went to Houston for my uh, for my uh, checkup and and uh, and uh, diagnosis and prognosis and all that. And I mean, as of right now, I uh, you know I'm everything is continue to be stable i'm on a i'm on a maintenance drug right now i have a i have a kind of horn uh, i have a pancreatic what's called pancreatic neuroendocrine tumor cancer and it uh it's a hormonal driven cancer um you know it uh anything with a pancreas is very very scary uh mm -hmm. my my metastasize into my liver so you know i i you know at least when i go there i honestly there's as much or more concern as to you know are they controlling everything in the in the liver because so much of the blood supply goes through there every day and uh you know this this maintenance drug has has done wonders for me my body's responded tremendously to it and you know gone uh gone almost uh two and a half years on just the maintenance drug i did 14 months of chemo and now i've been on this maintenance drug and you know i'm I feel great. Um, 
We got no complaints. Uh, just, you know, blessed every day that the good Lord, you know, continues to have a plan for me to have an opportunity to coach baseball, touch a life, and, you know, make a difference in some manner. Hormonal? Are you on HGH? Are you finally allowed to take some HGH? <laughs> no, you saw me. Dev definitely it ain't working if that's what I'm on. Well, I <laughs> We're talking to Gary Gilmore, head coach of Coastal Carolina. Shanta Clears, let's talk about the 2023 version. You guys were picked fifth in the Sun Belt. You guys were not in the top 25. Uh, you're now in the top 10 RPI. You actually went from six to seven because you lost once to the uh, uh, to the Raging Cajuns. Tell us how this team has come together this year. I, I mean, it's been a very unique thing. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, I This was, you know, kind of deemed what we we – began the year thinking we were in a massive rebuild right and uh, you know just we lost you know we lost uh seven professional players last year off of last year's team and uh two other portal guys that would have been two of our very best players uh you know ended up graduating and and going to sec program one to sec program one to a uh, big time acc program and uh you know, we, we just thought for sure, you know, heck, we're, we got nothing but freshmen to a large degree, a few transfers, and, you know, just not a whole lot to, to say that, you know, that we have uh, experience-wise. So, you know, that, that, part, that part has been uh, a very pleasant surprise for us, to be very honest with you. And, um, you know, we've, we've, we've exceeded my – personal expectations but you know i mean it's 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 been a collective effort on part of our players and coaches the coaching staff has done an incredible job uh coach schnall coach Schilling with our offensive guys have just been absolutely phenomenal our offense has has covered up a lot of what we're not good at all right, let's take one more time out when we come back we'll wrap things up with head coach gary gilmore we'll recap the series against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns and his thoughts on the Sun Belt having their championship in a neutral site before it was in Montgomery, it was being hosted by home team. So what does he think about that? Uh, again, I want to thank you so much for continuing to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is continuing to grow. I have no idea how that standings episode for the baseball one did so well, but we do appreciate it. Thank you very much, or I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, don't forget, you can still get it audio-wise uh, anywhere you can get your audio podcast, whatever it may be, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, just search Locked On Sunbelt, and you can find uh, any and all of uh, the episodes. Really looking forward uh, to covering uh, the Sunbelt Conference softball tournament next week. Uh, we, again, already have maybe Jerry Glasgow coming on, and we're trying to get Beckley Clark, and we're trying to get Smith Lyon, head coach of Marshall. Those would be the three favorites of uh, the tournament. So thank you so much for tuning in and subscribing. Again, subscribe in YouTube, like the videos. If you see them out, share them on social media. Um, same thing for uh, the audio, really, you know, uh, rate, review, any comments, happy to uh, reply uh, to them. All right, let's wrap things up with the head coach of the Coastal Carolina, Chanticleer is Gary Gilmore, uh, recapping last week's series against the UL Raging Cajuns and what he thinks about playing the conference tournament in a neutral site in Montgomery. 
what about this past series with the Cajuns? And now, of course, I presume all the time you get, you know, everyone's best shot. You're at top of the conference, but you're also this, uh, you know, champion, although it was national champion before you joined uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, so the first game got away from you against the Cajuns, although you did make a nice run. Uh, and then, you know, a double play ball. And before you blink, it's a seven run inning and you guys take game two. When was the last time, and maybe you guys do this more often than others because of travel, when was the last time you played a 10 a.m. ball game? Did you t- guys take batting practice? Because that's really early for baseball players. Yeah, we did. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, one of those things where you just uh, you just do what you got to do. And so, uh, and then, then, then that game turns into a pitcher's duel, right? You guys had a two-out yes, home run. Sir. In the first inning, uh, the Cajuns, hey, you, you know. All right, say that again, Dave. I'm sorry. Well, in that ball game, in that Sunday ball game, you got a uh, you, you hit a two run, you hit a, a two out home run in the first. Cajuns tie it up, but then maybe the turning point in that ball game, it was bases loaded, nobody out, and you only give up one run. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, that was a huge that was a huge piece. Also, we had bases loaded with one out, and we couldn't score. Right. You know? So, you know, both both teams had a chance to to uh, to to you know take that game and, and kind of put it away. Neither neither one of us was able to do it. And a little bit crazy at the end, right? You guys hit was it Nick Lucky of all people hits his third home run an opposite shot. I'm not you know, I'm not sure he got the barrel of the bat on that. Um I think the Cajuns claimed it was win aided. I thought maybe if it was wood it wouldn't have gotten out, but nonetheless he hits it out. And then was Robert Graham robs a Rockefeller of, of a game-winning home run in the in the ninth. Did you think that was – when he hit it, did you think it was gone? You know, it was funny. My, my pitching coach thought it did, was gone. I, I didn't think – I thought the trajectory was too low. But he, okay. he, hit it, he hit it better than I thought I did – than I thought he did, right. you know, when he got it. And uh, uh, Graham Brown went back and uh, made a – Heck of a good play uh, outfield-wise to, to basically rob that young man of that home run. A few more minutes here with head coach Gary Gilmore of Coastal Carolina. Chanticleers, when you were coming into, into Lafayette for that series, I'm looking at the stats, and as a team in Sunbelt play, you're like 30 points ahead of the next team hitting and batting average. You had, at the time, like 41 home runs in 18 games, and then I think you hit six more. And you steal bases. Coach, this is really not fair. You're like the Golden State Warriors. Mark Kelby, who you're going to see in a couple of weeks in South Alabama, he called you like the Harlem Globetrotters. You can hit, hit for power, and run. <laughs> and, uh, we're, we're, I tell you what, we're, we're not uh, – compared to some of my hit teams, we're not quite as athletic. This team has been uh, – this team offensively, man, the coaching staff has done an cre- incredible job with them. They – you know they 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 just score runs. You know we our ability to get on base via walks, hits, hit by pitch has has you know I mean honestly just uh, they have a relentlessness towards them towards that part of the game of just you know uh, being obsessed with getting on base and on base percentage uh, have done a fantastic job. You know we we we've we've. We've been more athletic and stealing bases similar to, to Lafayette and been able to hit home runs on a couple of the teams we've – insanely good teams we've had. This team here offensively has, you know, played about as well as any team we've had. They just 
we just don't have enough of those athletic guys that that steal tons of bases like Lafayette does, or else you know we really would be a incredible handful. All right, how do you like the the uh, uh, neutral field for the Sun Belt Championship? It used to go around to uh, you know different sites. Uh, the Cajuns have hosted a couple times. I think you won it here in uh, Lafayette one season, but now yes, it's sir. in Montgomery. How, how do you like the idea of the the neutral site for the Sun Belt Championship? Well, I think it's I think it's the most fair, and it's you know it's you know you know I, I, the 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 problem with leagues like ours, you know, we're 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 still trying to create the rivalries and the you know and, and the. Right. The fan support across across the board, especially there locally in Montgomery, and, and you know just getting people out to to watch the the games because it's it's high quality baseball. It just you know we that, I think that that's kind of a, uh, a challenge with every mid major type league. The attendance at their conference tournaments, uh, you know, it's just a challenge. It's, it's all during the week, you know. So many people are working; it gets better as as you get to the end to the to the weekend. But, you know, I, I, that's that's the only thing where the the SEC and the ACC, depending on matchups and that kind of stuff, you know, they they tend to 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 get a greater audience. Outside of that, the neutral field piece is it's the best way, you know, to to level the field so that uh, the actual the the, the the stadium, the playing field, all that don't don't impact, you know, the surroundings don't impact uh, one team in a negative way. He's Gary Gilmore, head coach of the Coastal Carolina Shot to Clears. Best of luck this weekend. You got App State. We will hopefully see you in Montgomery on Memorial Day weekend. Continued good health, coach, and really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Hey, Dave, anytime, man. Thank you for what you're doing for the Sun Belt and for college baseball, man. It's uh, it's great and. Uh, Hope we get to talk several more times.